Welcome to Papa's House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook. I have a fresh new joke just before we get into the word, and I believe it's gonna. This word, I believe, it's a continuation of what we started three weeks ago. And uh, I believe it's a little bit, you know, challenging even for me because God is dealing in my own heart. There are areas that I thought I dealt with, but still God is dealing, you know, and it's good to go through that process. So this is how it goes, this joke, okay? A pastor had a dinner at home of a couple in his church. Uh, after he left, the wife said to the husband, I think our pastor stole our spoon. So this bothered the couple the whole year. The year later, the couple invited the pastor again for dinner. Unable to resist, uh, the wife asked, Pastor, did you really steal our spoon last year? The pastor quietly replied, No, I just put it inside your Bible. <laughs> anyway, so lift it up, your Bible or your phone that has a Bible. Say this after me, Lord Jesus, influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I am here not to give a talk to impress people. I am not here to fill the next 30 or 40 minutes with a so-called religious teaching. I am here, your vessel, your ambassador, so that you can speak, take control of my mouth, take control of my mind. And I also pray for my brothers and sisters that they will have an absolute attention to your word. And I pray, Father, that the word will fall not on a rocky place, not on a thorn, not on a bush, but in a beautiful good soil that produces fruit, eternal fruit, Christ being formed in them. So we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we are continuing the series. This is the fourth week we are camping here on the life of David. David had a very crazy lifestyle, you know. David did not have a, a, a so-called normal lifestyle. He was even considered illegitimate son. That's why in Psalms 51 he says, in sin my mother conceived me. So even when Samuel was brought to the house of David, Jesse did not even dare to bring his son, that was David, to say to Samuel, this is also one of my son. Is this the guy that God has chosen to anoint? So David had a very rough path. But then David learned one thing. And that's what in First Samuel 13, 14, it says, But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him a ruler of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. So God actually chose somebody from out of nobody and he put him in a prominent place to be a, a blessing and hope. And through the life of David, we can relate a lot of things, you know. And he went through so many stages in life. And there are like five stages and we talked about it. I think it's up here in the screen. The stages are different cities he went through. The Bethlehem, which is the house of bread. And David was a nobody in Bethlehem. But David went, has to learn how to be faithful even in the small things. You know, sometimes we are so good getting a word from the Lord and we just wanted to jump into that. But just before that, are we faithful in the small things? And I always tell my brothers, you know, I said, hey, if you take care of someone's property, God will trust your own property. And in YVM Youth with a Mission, we have one of the values is like, it's called servant leadership. 
the servant leadership does not boss around the servant leadership leads by example so i remember looking you know darlin cunningham i told you the story like you know we were in the leadership school and she would stand in the line along with us to wait for the food and uh, and that's goes counter culture to where i come from here a guy maybe has got 30 people in the church and he call calls the church holy ghost international maybe went one time to dubai or singapore he has a business card suddenly is wearing suit somebody carries his mug somebody carries his bible and then his voice modulation changes all because he went one one time outside you know his own country so it goes quite opposite to what what i have experienced and here was darlin cunningham waiting for her own plates and in the work duty time we all do we all clean our dishes we all clean our own toilets you know so it's it's incredible to see leaders who lead by example and david learned that thing he was faithful in small things nothing was going on in the wilderness he had few sheep and uh, i'm not sure he was singing baba black sheep to them but he was sitting there but he was worshiping to the lord you know and and that was the beautiful thing and then he went to gibia gibia means hill and he had a national spotlight from nobody he became somebody now suddenly everybody knows uh, all of israel knows there's a guy who overtook this goliath and i told you the story that david's grandfather was jesse and jesse's uh, uh, grandmother was ruth you remember the story and ruth's co-sister in law was also called orpha you know that the story and orpha she said my husband died and i am going to go back to my own place and orpha's great grandson was goliath you know the story how it connects so when you choose to endure and this is the point i want to mention i'm recapping it but this is the point i want to mention when you endure in hardships there is always a david comes out of you he will help you to overcome the goliaths many times we throw the towel down and we say it's too hard i'm not going to endure i'm going to take the shortcut imagine if orpha would have come along with nahomi and said your god is my god history would have been different so that's the uh, another thing we see here and then we also see adullam adullam means in a hiding place it's a place of difficulty and david literally was suddenly this guy who was promoted to glory been a national icon like a fugitive he runs because for his life Saul the king of Israel has put a 3000 people with one goal in their lives to kill David and to cut off from the life from the people of Israel so David is in Adullam and Adullam is a very Uh, i would call a snotty place <laughs> you know it's the place where you have lots of tissues you need you know because it's a place where crying crushing misunderstanding people don't understand why you know you don't understand why people say things that that are so cruel to you and you have kept your innocence but david in this crazy time he was not self pity he didn't take vengeance in his hand though god gave literally to test david's heart he could have cut saul right in there but david was choosing to play the role that god has called him to do what was that to fill live his life bitter free isn't it beautiful and then this is the week we will talk about ebron ebron is a, a place the ebron means friendship friendship with god ebron means and uh, it's where 
now david is released from the captivity released from this cave of difficulty released from this pain and the suffering and released from this hiding place and god trust him again in what was going on in all the stages what was going on we will come back god willing next week zion what was going on god was dealing with one issue he will still deal with your heart and my heart what was that it's one thing your identity is not on things not on position not on status not on salary your identity is in christ that's what david was dealing going through it that's what god was dealing with and i tell you my brothers and sisters every time when there is a promotion rejoice but don't rejoice in the promotion rejoice in the god who promoted you you know why because if you rejoice in promotion imagine the promotion goes your rejoicing will also go but if you rejoice in the god of promotion your promotion goes you will say my promotion does not come from the left or north so east or west north or south my promotion is come from the name of the lord amen i am not saying i have learned 100% as your brother i am in the journey even the small victories you get maybe a healing in your physical body or a breakthrough in finances you know or a victory in your personal life that you are dealing with anything god gives you a promotion a breakthrough a victory don't rejoice in that rejoice in god who brought you that so today probably a teaching time and then we have i have written down four questions we will discuss that so let's jump into second samuel chapter 2 verse 1 to 4 and this is the beginning of a, a new prophetic season for david and i believe some of you as i am teaching the holy spirit is saying some of you are in this new prophetic season you are adventuring into something new why because you when you are faithful in the little you are faithful in in bethlehem and god has tested you in gibeah the fame did not puff you up and then in the difficulty the bitterness did not swallow you now god is releasing you into hebron it's a prophetic am i making sense okay i'm making sense to me I want to check that for you okay second samuel chapter 2 1 to 4 let's go ahead and read this in the course of time david inquired of the lord shall i go to one of the towns of judah so now what's happening here now the story behind it is david has seen the saul's lifeline has been cut off Jonathan died the heir to the throne Saul himself was killed and they brought in the good news thinking David is going to reward them and David said who told you to touch God's anointed you remember the story so David had all the options to assume that this is my place now i arrived in zion but david did not do that look that's why he said david inquired of the lord i i am a old school guy okay i have no problem if you have a digital version i am a old school why because i take marker put it circle it write my notes into that side i think it was dl moody who said clean bible dirty christian dirty bible clean christian so no condemnation okay so if you have your digital version do whatever it takes but this is what i would put i would circle the word inquired that what does that mean it means seeking god in details amen and then the lord said go up david asked where shall i go you see that you see the conversation sometimes you know we say god i am single she is single 
can i ask her god says yes but you didn't ask when wrong timing it's a bad you know the timing is important i mean i'm just picking an example but this is the thing david asked when and the lord said where shall i go and the lord said to hebron and the lord answered so david went up with his two wives now this part you need to ignore okay now this is the old testament okay two wives ayyo one one da irukku don't say that so so this is this is old testament okay so uh, two wives anihaim of jezreel and abigail that was a widow of nabal and uh, david took the men who were with him each with his family that the men we are talking about the men who came to the cave almost 400 of them and they grew around 600 in the later part we will talk about it they settled in hebron and they settled there for almost 7 years okay the men of judah came to hebron and they anointed david king over the tribe of judah can you imagine this okay i think i shared with you in the previous week by this time david is almost 30 years old 17 he got anointed okay 17 he is 30 Lenu just turned 30 this year right i turned 30 i don't want to tell a decade ago so brother sunil turned 30 a decade ago no i'm just we're not going to go into details but anyway i just want to have somebody above me okay so that's the whole point okay so this is the point i wanted to say 30 years 17 anointing oil flowing over shofar blown he went conquered goliath the higher to the throne or completely washed out but he didn't take it presumptuously seven years endured even in adullam he's 30 he could have taken it but he is said no lord god gives him a portion of victory and that portion of victory is what we call you know ebron so david did not jump into conclusion he asked the lord shall i go this is my life point number 1 I have I think five or six life points uh, it's there like this David demonstrated what people who are intimate with God do before making big decisions seeking God in details so when you are intimate with God what's the number one person you need to impress with not the people around you not your uncle not your wife not your ex who's the number one person it's Jesus I think it was uh, Reynard Ramanel said a person who is intimate with God is not intimidated with men. So David was like I don't care everybody was like the answer disappointed David's men because God said to go only to Hebron he didn't say go to Zion build the whole kingdom he just so David was like okay you know what Hebron means I'm not going to get all the 12 tribes to lead I'm going to get one of the 12 tribes to lead and sometimes god does that you know and i think it was uh, rick warren or somebody he said that god test you with stress before he trust you with success god test you with stress before he can trust you with success and that's the little thing can you handle one kingdom you know can you handle you know you may be not be the hod of the department but can you handle your two juniors who just come under your umbrella are you a boss or you mean or you know you have your weird mind are you leading them well are you leading that little group well and if you do well 
if your identity is not rooted in them you know sometimes people say this this and this recently i think it was almost 4 years ago you might have seen if you are watching me on facebook i used to post you know just landed in la about to teach in yvm la in on holy spirit pray for me the holy spirit will be glorified and one day the lord said you are talking about being glorified but you are writing on your wall uh, you know it's like when god deals with you it's painful but he doesn't deal with you so that you'll be stuck in pain he delivers you that's why he deals with you so i stopped posting where i travel what do i do nothing if you look at my facebook all the social media i only post some you know good morning message or you know the haircut i did i don't know whether you are or no i i or some puns that i like something weird or some you know some videos that's it because you know why because my walk with the lord does not depend on how many people liked you know my status oh charles is preaching in la and guess what this happened 4 years ago i stopped doing it my ministry with the lord and this is for the glory of god i'm saying actually doubled more promotion more open doors came and every time that came the temptation is there to even show off but the lord deals with you in your heart and i am not saying for those who write they are wrong that's their journey with the lord it's my journey so it may be different for you but my journey is this is what the lord is saying your identity is not on things it's not on the success it on the it's not on the early promotion it's not on even overcoming bitterness your identity is still in me christ amen so that's the first uh, life point and then he, david did not justify the death of saul and took the entire nation but he allowed god to speak he gave room to the voice of god are you giving room to the voice of god there was a person called joy dawson she was the founder of intercession in yvm she would ask god in details on even what color of shirt she would wear or skirt i am not saying you have to go that extreme but she would say i am finding so much pleasure when god is involved in decisions as i told you my funny story like i used to be big no literally big i mean the bible says the righteous man will grow tall like a palm tree but never broad like a banyan tree so so i was ultaing the promise you know i was growing broad like a banyan tree one day the holy spirit said you are praying for food to eat but you never pray for what food you should eat so i would pray you know if you are in america somebody know california has got a in and out burger which is uh, you know and it's one of the burgers that is so good i'll explain to you how it is okay it'll take 30 seconds we are having some snacks at the back you have your you know yeah your homemade uh, patty and then you put the burger on and then your patties you have french fries on you have cheese on and then you put ring onions and then you have tomatoes mayo and all those things ketchup and then they have something called oyster sauce and then on the top another patty then you put it's like this and they go through this grill and then comes out it's oozing everywhere the cheese are all bolting and then i would get that along with a diet coke and the holy spirit said one day charles that doesn't make sense this is 1450 calories and diet coke is going to cut it 
you know, that time I said, get behind me, Satan, because that voice, I don't want to hear. But David, look at David. He had all the chances to say, I want to go to Zion, take it. Now I am the leader, guys. Everybody's dead. Come on, anoint me. No, no, no. He said, God, where? Are you giving room to the voice of God? Just because the thing seems to be falling together in your place doesn't mean the right time has come. We must sense in our hearts and spirits and discern if an open door is of God or if He leading down this to this path or not. You know, this leads me to life point number two. David did not allow the sin of presumption. What is sin of presumption? Assuming that you heard from God when God has not even spoken this thing to you. That's called the sin of presumption. Many times we do that. And that's why when I talk to uh, singles who are attracted to another person and they say, Anna, I like this girl. Uh, Anna, pray for me. And I always tell them, hey, let's keep the emotions apart. Because in Vaivam, it's very easy to fall into emotion. Because one guy said to me, Anna, I like this girl. Why you like? She's praying very nice. Because it's intercession time. In Vaivam, everybody prays. Hello? So that's why we say in the six months of the DTS, we always say, keep your hormones in the freezer. So that's the thing. We encourage people to stay outside. Because you know what happens? You get clogged in and you're just like, wow, what's happening? You know, and emotions gets in. But he didn't allow the sin of presumption. God was testing and training David once again. Life point number three. This leads me to the third point. Okay. God wanted David to find his identity in him not being the king of Israel. Sometimes we say, if I find this house, if I marry this girl, if I get this car, if I get this promotion, if I build this house, I am happy. Have you heard that? Have you heard people say, if I get married, I will be happy. On the married men, look at them and say, hmm, Lord Jesus, the discipleship school has just started. I told my wife day before yesterday, I finished my DTS in six months in 2002. I thought I finished my outreach in three months. But when I got married in 2010, my outreach started. And my outreach became intense after having two kids. It's carrying the cross. It's not an easy thing. It's not, I mean, sometimes we have this thing, you know, like it's very flowery. If you watch, you know, the TLC movies, it's always happy ending. Hello? Sometimes life does not have a happy ending. Sometimes life has crazy stuff goes through. But in the midst of that, if you focus on the happenings, happenings always disappoint you. And David was, that was the thing. With, he was not putting his identity on the king of Israel. His identity was rooted in him. Therefore, God only released a partial fulfillment to fulfill the destiny promised to him. Remember, David, by this time, he waited almost 14 years, 17 to 30. He could have said, God, I waited so long. You know, in the Bible, all the heroes and sheroes of faith, you look at it, they all waited long years. And that's the very least attractive subject to talk from the pulpit. Why? Because we are instant culture. Release. Breakthrough is coming. Mm. Oh, boom. Yes, we are prone for that, right? In the New Testament, again, and this is very interesting, you need to understand. When the Holy Spirit came, 
the buildings were shaken now they say holy spirit is coming but the buildings are not shaken people are shaking uh, see don't get me wrong i'm not mocking at anything but this is the reality we have taken the presence of god as something external to show that i am holier the presence of god does not just to do with your externals the presence of god enables you to put your identity not on the things of god but on god himself so david had all these challenges he could have said give me this but no look at caleb he was one of the guys along with joshua and he was waiting 45 years and he said to joshua give me this mountain i am strong as i was 40 years old 85 years sometimes god allows even jesus went through 30 years of waiting hello jesus has to go through all those challenges so if you are in a waiting period i'm i'm on a waiting period also let's not put give up hope but let's trust that the god who brought us this far will lead us but even when he lead us to the promised land the things are not our comfort he is my comfort i know it's not very attractive message but i have to tell you the truth i don't want to just give you nice sugar coated sermon which i probably have never done that life point number 4 when you are successful before god this this hit me very hard you don't need to strive for going after position and honor Dr Miles Monroe says the success the definition of success is fulfilling god's original design in your life what is the definition of success fulfilling god's original design in your life it's not my brother got i20 i want to get i40 he built a three bedroom i want to build four bedroom he bought jaguar at least i'll buy a jaguar tap and put it in the bathroom competition never leads anywhere my brothers and sisters i'm telling you because the world around us is full of those things tells you what to do what not to do. you see there is no end guys i'm telling you because it's it's going to rip you off you know why because at the end of the day what is what is success comparing comparing will never go anywhere the only way to say my success i have finished everything paul says i have run the race i kept my faith therefore there is a crown laid up for me not only for me but also for others who put their faith in jesus amen isn't it beautiful are we learning something amen so number 4 when you are successful before god you don't need to strive for going after position or honor now promotion i wrote down here i want you to keep this in your heart promotion does not come from the east or west from but from the lord who is the maker of heaven and earth don't wait anybody no don't don't need to soap anyone no need to make sure that your boss is very pleased you know so that you can get promotion no your promotion is from the lord amen i'm not saying that means you have to be rude to your authorities i'm just saying you please god everything else goes in the way that he designed now what happens in hebron there are five things happens in hebron they will settle down and has kids and if you read second samuel 3 then war between david's house and saul's house are going on there is a war and uh, there's a guy called um, isbosheth 
he means son of bahad or son of shame can you imagine naming your son shame come here not shame <laughs> shane gibson that's different hey shame those guys must be i mean they must have had tasmak when they named that <laughs> so it's it's like stupidity on steroids but anyway they, these guys named this but david's house and saul's were fighting constantly but then what's going on david's house were prevailing saul's house got weaker and weaker now number 3 he was unwilling to allow bitterness and resentment to overshadow his discernment if you read please do yourself a favor read chapter 3 that will make sense what i'm going to tell you david meets abner abner was a guy who was with um this guy called isbosheth isbosheth is one of the sons of jonathan uh one of sons of saul and isbosheth was uh, confronted abner because abner was sleeping with saul's concubines and abner got so mad and he wanted to you know throw saul's son and come and join with david but david could have used that bitterness to take but david dealt with abner so beautifully so non bitterness way his resentment was not there so beautiful you read the chapter you will find it for yourself and then for number 4 he equips the core team and prepares out of the 300 he prepares 37 mighty men if you read second samuel 23 david gives his last blessings and then the last part of the 23 you will see david uh, talks about the mighty men and one of the mighty men was called the uria of itite who was that guy who is that guy he was the husband of bathsheba so he equips this 37 men and the last but not the least he did not dare to touch god's anointed isbosheth son of saul you see if you read chapter 4 uh, isbosheth got so scared because his bodyguard abner went to be with david so he got so scared so two of the servants of isbosheth killed isbosheth took off his head while he was sleeping napping time and uh, and then they took the head to david uh, this is story guys this is not a harry potter story so don't look at me like that this is from the book okay so he, he went there and he said look what i did to david a guy who was brought like that you know jonathan's body and and david said who told you to touch god's anointed see that's something that's something so beautiful about david even though he didn't live in the new testament he understand about grace he understand about forgiveness he understand about not taking justice in his own hands we christians are more blessed after the arrival and the crucifixion death and the burial and the resurrection of jesus and the arrival of the pentecost the holy spirit we have all of these but still choosing worse decisions sometimes than david think about this and so that's what david did he equipped the core team first samuel chapter 22 verse 2 says david was you know people who are in des- distress we talked about last week debt and discontent they were all gathered around him and they said to him you know please be my commander and you you see the story of how he turned them into a great mighty man now this leads me to point 5 okay life point it is not a good idea to allow a current occupation and image before people to motivate us to do the job you know sometimes people say when i get this job these people motivate me and i can do this job well 
Sometimes you will have no one. But are you faithful because the audience of one is watching? Amen. Even this morning, it's so funny. I made it very clear. Isaac is only eight years old. So when you are with the kids dealing with them, we kind of bribe the kids. We say to them, hey, if you behave well, we will give you this. Because Sunday is a reward day for them. So I, I, he saw the puffs. So I said to him, you want puffs? Yes, you can have it. But you have to worship the Lord. So I was in the spirit worshiping. I just turned around, looked at him. He was just like this. And he looked at me and he's like, you know, and then I turned around, I just looked at him, he's like seeing if daddy is still his eyes on him, you know, and then he's doing like this, but that's okay for an eight-year-old, but it is not okay for a 40-year-old, and David did not allow his motivation to drive, get his motivation from people or things or position, but from God. Our greatest private agenda must remain to be loved by God and be the lover of God. Amen? Now, I have four questions written here. And we're going to get into the groups and we will talk about it. There's one more uh, life point I wanted to share. Okay, that's one year. Ebron also speaks to us uh, of finding God in times of partial fulfillment of His promises. Are you still content in the Lord even in half of the promises are fulfilled? Amen? One day the Lord has to deal with me. He said to me, you will go to all the nations and preach the gospel. I've been only to 112 countries to be precise. And one day the Lord asked me, are you content? Are you going to put your joy in how many nations you have traveled? And I have to say, God, I surrender. You know, I was from a small village where you blink your eye, the town passes. You took me from nobody, from nowhere. And you took me this far. I'm not going to be entitled Entitlement tells you that you still have a slave mindset. Son and daughters don't have entitlement. They just be with the father who is the king of glory. At the right time, he releases things. Amen? Now, let's talk about these questions. I, let's put all the four questions here and uh, let's see how it goes. When was the last time you fell into the sin of presumption? How did you overcome? Let's talk about it. Okay? And promotion comes from the Lord. Do you really believe it or you think you need to help yourself to get there? Do you wait for his timing? That's, I mean, I can tell you this, you know, the sin of presumption is something very, very, very common. I remember when I was about to go uh, to Amen and uh, I arranged with one contact and one of my friend, he gave me a contact when we went to Kuwait. So that person gave me a contact to go to Amen. So I arranged everything, bought my ticket, I talked with him, and I'm about to take the flight the next day, I called this guy, and he says, uh, yeah, but my chief pastor said, we don't invite people who are not from this denomination. He just canceled like that. Then I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, Lord, I bought the ticket. You know, your presumption is based on logic, no? The guy said, yes, I bought the ticket. You provided even for the ticket. It's debt-free because I don't believe in going in debt. Debt-free, it's all done. But this is what the Lord said. Did you ask me? Simple question. I said, I thought this is all part of yes, yes, yes. So just because you have the provision doesn't mean God wants you to do it. Hello? And that's a learning curve. And I lost the ticket. I could not get money back. 
and that's become a huge learning curve for me like wow so next time when some invitation comes we go before the lord lord is it from you if it is from you is it now why because presumption sin assuming that you are the god in that situation amen and sometimes god will say wait sometimes god will say go sometimes god will say hurry up you are you want to miss the train you you got to catch up with the speed you are walking with jesus you are not doing religion call christianity somebody ask you are you a christian you say that's what you call me i am not a christian i am a follower of jesus it's two big things two different things are you a christianity religion that's what you call me but i follow a king he came down philippians 2 god left his godhead became a man took the lowest form of a man servant willing to die the death the crucial death on the cross died and rose again i am following the king of glory amen okay let's third one are you joyful and content even when you only experience half of the promises of god number 4 what do you do when you hear about someone who hurted you right now they are going through a hurtful situation what do you do see abner mish isbashet they were enemies right david could have used that hurt to gain ground but no you know somebody maybe your colleague or someone mistreated you maybe the ex that dumped you got dumped again are you rejoicing enna dump pannala is awesome you know so are you saying god restore this person make sense amen 